Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Games Unbeaten. This is Paul. Join me with me today. It's my good friend Ralph. Yo. And my kind of good friend Dave. What up, friends? Um, hey, how's it going, guys? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Paul's Paul's a good friend. We're all enemies. We always hang out. We go uh, fishing and shit. Grab each other's butts where we do a good job. Uh. <laughs> we, catch, we catch a big cock. I mean, fish. Yeah, uh, that mountain. Look at that uh, mountain that's broken or backed. I don't know. Right. I think they made a movie of that one time. It's uh, anyways. That was a good movie. Enough about our about about our friend, our special friendship. Today, yeah. uh, today our our episode is all about the game Bioshock. Um, it's a game we've all played. A game we've all enjoyed. A couple no, of us have beaten it, and one of us has not. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. let you decide. Take a wild who guess. Later. Take a wild yeah. guess who that is. And we all know who that is. Yeah, um, did you want to do the monologue, bro? Or do you want me to go ahead and take over? Uh, it's up to you. I can do it. You want me to go take it over? I'll give it a try. All, all right, right, so go for um, it, Paul. Bioshock is a game that takes place in a futuristic, a uh, retro futuristic, that's a thing, uh, underwater city of Rapture. Story and atmosphere takes a lot of inspiration from the works of Ayn Rand. Is that right? Ayn? Yeah. Ayn? I think it's Ayn, it's Ayn Rand. Is it? Technically, Ayn? but oh, I was going to okay. say Ayn Rand. You can say Ayn Rand. I don't care. Gotcha. Okay, it's Americanized version. And George Orwell. Same a few. Uh, Rapture is a man-made utopia built from the sweat of Andrew Ryan, a business tycoon seeking to avoid scrutiny from his world's governments. Just like we all are. Uh, Bioshock is the first in a three-game three-game trilogy. Excuse me, I've been drinking. That includes Bioshock, Bioshock Two, and Bioshock Infinite. Uh, the gameplay at its core is a first-person shooter mixed in with uh, some supernatural abilities that they call plasmids, which can do a range of feats such as telekinesis and shooting flames and whatnot. And bees, lots and of bees. Bees mm-hmm, and all that good stuff. It's fantastic. Uh, so let's go on, guys, with our experience with the game. Um, kind of like, we'll uh, like a rundown of why we haven't beaten it, or why I haven't beaten it now. Not that the oh, cat's out of the bag. Right. right. <laughs> so yeah, Ralph, why don't you go ahead and uh, let us know what you, uh, some yeah. of your experiences with the game. Okay, so from what I can remember from the first Bioshock game is, I remember it coming out of left field. It wasn't one of those games that you really heard a lot about. And I picked it up, and it was kind of like your, you know, your standard fare of a first-person shooter with a lot of story elements, um, a couple of mini games like the the lock picking mechanism, and then you can mix and match your abilities together. Hacking, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they had a cyber hacking. Um, the dark, the game had a really dark tone. I thought it was like the craziest, craziest thing I've played. You were like in a whole new underwater world. Um, just from the moment you, from the get go, you know, you're riding, you're riding an elevator or a submarine down, and you. You show up and you're in a city called Rapture, and it was enjoyable. I, pl- I played it pretty, you know, as to as far as far as I got in the game. I played it all the way until I thought was going to be near the end of the game, where I fight the game's antagonist, Andrew Ryan. Sorry if that's a spoiler for anyone, but this game's been out for what? I've, long enough. Long enough. Yeah, yeah. You should already have known it. Right. Um, what I remember the most about this game was the visuals being really clean looking for an xbox 360 game and real smooth like the gameplay like switching between the plasmids and the first person you know the gun controls worked out fluidly i remember your your couple of scenes where you're fighting some of the what are they called splicers the possessed Uh, people 
people. Or the drugged out people. They're like on Adam. They're they're addicted to a thing called Adam in the game. Um, there's some parts in the there's some parts of the game where you're fighting them and you know things like debris and stuff or they're throwing stuff at you you grabbing it with the telekinesis and shooting it straight back at him and then shooting it shooting him with the gun and I thought it was really smooth and fluid um uh, it was a everyone I know that talked about the game and played it they've always enjoyed it I'm mean, always talk to David we're always I mean at work when I worked with David we he'd always be quoting the game and talking about it and I was always like oh you know I, I kind of get the references but I don't yeah. Um, I just recently picked it up on Xbox One, and I started playing it through again, and I stopped First again. First time. <laughs> <laughs> Tried playing it to beat it, but yeah, I mean, it's a very, it's a very enjoyable game. Like I know a lot of people praise Bioshock, the first one, and then Infinite a lot, but I don't know what it was about the game that I just couldn't finish it. It was like one of those good rides that you go onto, and then you just don't want to get off. So maybe that's why I stopped. But the. Like yeah, like you didn't want it to end because I mean it was enjoyable. The fur the furthest I got in the game was so in the game itself you have a there, you know there's a there's like a side mechanic where you there's these little girls in the game called little sisters, and at one point you're fighting big daddies and then you get the little sisters and you have an option whether to save them, mm -hmm. and you get some of their I, I believe it's called Adam you get a, a small amount of it but if you kill them you get all the Adam out of them. So it's kind of like it has you walk that path of like you do you want to be merciful or merciless. Are little girls or let little girls live. Yeah, yeah, you get to choose which one you're gonna be. Well, apparently, Moonwalker. Yeah, so apparently that little girls. That's little boys. <laughs> no, Moonwalker had little girls in real life. He had little boys. Oh, okay, Sorry, my bad. I always got mixed up. Yeah, so so apparently that mechanic plays into a part of the game that I just stopped playing at where uh, I fought Andrew Ryan. I believe you kill him with a golf club. Or am I imagining that from something else? Oh, you're, you're Wait, so you did that? Yeah, yeah, that's as far as I got, and then I stopped playing. I, I mean, that's isn't that the ending? No, it's not. You have to oh. fight. Uh, you have to find. Um, I was gonna say quarantine. Forget his, that dude's name. Who's the C? Oh, uh, oh crap! You're right. Cohen. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm remembering. Yeah, it's like it's a big giant dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about the game. I should have done my research, but yeah, okay, I remember now. <laughs> Yeah, so, that, so that one guy read and ran, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll let you know who that is. We'll let you guys who that is. So yeah, that's that's the furthest I got in that game, and I was like, I think every every time I tell people, they're like, you just missed. But they're like, oh well, well what about the part where the little sisters are saving you? And I'm like, what? Right. And like, I'm sure if I were to load up the game, that's probably where I'm at. And I'm probably gonna beat it. Yeah, but you know, yeah, we won't have a we won't have a show to talk about if I end up going to do that, right? All right, we we'll have to cut it short. Yeah. <laughs> canceled but yeah i mean yeah. that's that's pretty much my whole history with you know bioshock i've enjoyed it i i am kind of planning if the price is right picking it up for the nintendo switch mm -hmm. just came out and you know for me with the way life is it's really hard for me to play games on a console if i can play them portably it's way much better you know more way easier easier for me yeah i can just put it in the sleep i can go take a dump take the switch with me play in there mm -hmm. just, uh, yeah you know so I guess that's all for my insider experiences. What about you, Paul? Like, what do you remember about from the game? I mean, you've completed it. You know what we're, you know. Yeah, what... I mean, definitely. I, I think I've been there a couple times. Um, I'm trying to think of what systems. I think the first time was on PS3 when I first got it. Wait, was this an exclusive for three? No, it, no, it came out on a both. I think it was I a time. Both. It was a time. I think it it was a timed exclusive though. So I think originally oh, okay. it was on 
on the Xbox 360, and then shortly after it came after it came out okay, on. Yeah, I, I remember uh, I got the first one on PS3, and I got the second one on Xbox because I found like the big special edition for cheap. Yeah, that was your favorite one. The second one. The second one was my favorite. Yeah, it's it's really yeah. good. Um, <laughs> and then I got part of three on Steam, so it's like yeah, I played all three across three different consoles. Um, but yeah, no, same thing. You know, the, the to me the the whole game just screams atmosphere. You mm-hmm. know, it's like you're you're in this world where you know it's something you've never seen really in a video game that takes place completely underwater where you're not in the water itself like you're you know in buildings that are underwater and it was amazing you know just seeing the fish and the whales and just everything happening and you know seeing like you know some of the walls have leaks and it's like what how's this place not been flooded and you know your mind goes you know wondering like whoa how could this be possible can it be possible you know what how are they getting lights down here it's crazy and oxygen um, so it, it really is a, a very atmospheric game, and, and you know, once you start getting into the meat of it after the uh, intro, it gets it starts getting creepy. So, you, oh, know, you got like the crazy music, and then you see the people with the mask, and they're trying to kill you, and it's cool. You know, it just it's a really really cool game. Um, and so to me, like some of the most like memorable pieces are really the people and, and like their costume. You know, when it's costume, but the way they're dressed. Yeah, like they're, you know, it's, it, it seems like it's stuck in that time era. Like that time period, you know, and you, you got the music going, that kind of like swing music, and it, yeah. it's, it's really cool, you know. Kind of, and, it reminds me of kind of like The Shining, and also, um, mm-hmm. I think one of the Fallout games were like it's that they're wearing masks, but they they're like cannibals as well. I think it was right. in New Vegas, but oh, yeah. uh, it was also really creepy, like the way they dressed. It was, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, the masks, or like less eyes wide shut, kind of weird party shit, right. you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. And like, and everyone is dressed like to the nines, you know. To they like they all died at a party, like yeah. they all died with a martini in their hand, you know, or something. So, you know, it was very much like the mystery of what happened to this place because it seemed like it was real high society, you know. Like only the like super rich of the of the surface world, so to speak, uh, can like afford to live down here, you know, because it just seemed like like almost like an elitist society. It kind of. Um, rem- Kind of reminds me of uh, I don't know if you, either of you guys have played Gears of War three, where they yeah. get to uh, that one. What is it, Placenta or whatever? The last place where like the humans are at, yeah. and it's like only like the rich or like the the high society people go to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what it seemed like. You know, like only uh, certain members of society are allowed uh-huh. to come to the place. So yeah, just and then there's that whole mystery of okay, what the heck happened here? And you know, you, you have like a guide with you that's talking into your earpiece, that's kind of guiding you along the way, and you're like, what's his role? into all this and that's uh, that's andrew ryan right if i remember no no it's no. someone else oh okay yeah that's that's it all leads up to like the big twist at the end of the game oh um, okay as you know you notice obviously you have your uh those tattoos on your wrist uh like chains mm-hmm. so you know that also plays into what's going on too so you know it's cool like i said it, it's I, I love like those uh those mystery like you find something out at the beginning of the game and you're you're spending the whole game figuring it out like you know just unraveling this mystery piece by piece and it's just, you know, every little chunk you get just makes you want to keep going. So it was definitely one of those games up until you get to the end, um, which is, you know, it, it just makes it very memorable and enjoyable. Um, so, like I said, I, I think I've beaten it twice. They had released the remaster, um, which, you know what, I think when I got um, Infinite on Steam, they gave you the first one for free. Oh, nice. And so on Steam, if you own the first one, you get the remaster for free. It's just like an upgrade. 
Hmm. Oh, nice. I think I went back and I replayed the remaster. And yeah, it made it look a lot pretty. I, I think I actually got the uh, the trilogy now because I think it was a PS Plus game one of these months. So I could just re-download them on my PS4. So I might might go back and revisit them one day again because I like them so much. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, no, I mean, it's a great trilogy. Um, you know, I, I, I liked them all. I like, you know, one more than the others. But, yeah, no, they're, they're really good games. And it's, you know... One of those ones where you kind of hope that maybe one day they make another. It's just because I feel like well, there's more room in this world. Well, they got more. signed on. I believe they're, they're contractually obligated to make five. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, it was when they... After Bioshock 1 did so well, they yeah. were signed on to do four more games in the series. And I don't know if we're going to see them. They're, they're missing this whole console generation with, you know, the one and PS4. It's like, we haven't had one since the, you know, PS3 game. Yeah. So, well, imagine we see them on the next generation. Yeah, that'd be sweet. And then they had that whole, like, they were supposed to be making for the Vita, but that never happened. Oh, wow. I didn't know about that uh, one. That'd be pretty yeah, cool. His name came out. It was Levin, the, the guy who used to do direct them. Yeah. Those E3s. He's like, hey, look, I'm making this thing. He pulled out a Vita. But then, yeah, it never, never happened. Now I don't even think he's with the company anymore, so who knows. But yeah, so what about Dave? What about you? Oh, yeah, Dave. What about you? What are some of your things? What uh, What are some of the biggest things about the game you enjoyed the most? Oh, so before I start, I've been I've been cutting out like every five minutes or a few minutes. So if I go like silent, black, yeah, I like get silent. It's try to continue. Back, like, try seconds. to can you continue your thoughts for you? Yeah, yeah. So I <laughs> just start start breathing heavily. But um, <laughs> like I said in the last or the last time, uh, that was like the first game I bought for the 360. Like I haven't played video games in like five years. So I went back and I asked the guy, who, like, I'm getting GTA 4. I'm like, what other games are popular these these kids are playing? And he's just like, oh, you know, check this one out. So I got that one, and I immediately um, was surprised at how, how advanced video games have gotten over the years. I was like, oh, shit. Like, there's this game has, like, a philosophy, and it's, it's kind of like a psychological thriller. Cause, like, what was the last one? System, sorry, was it the 64? Oh. I, I remember him. Yeah, I remember him talking that. Yeah, like he was on a from, he was on a phase. Yeah, oh. that was like the last system I think he got was Nintendo sixty four. Sorry, folks, he Hold cut on. out again. We we, we, we lost him crappy, for a second. Uh, he's on crappy uh, internet Wi Fi. Well, probably. Let's pause for a second, and then I'll use that space as when he cut out. Okay. It's that Arizona internet. Okay. Yeah, there he is. All right, so uh, that so, so last yeah. thing you were at is that you went to the game store to pick up a game and you got GTA plus this game. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I know. I was I was trying to ask you what your last system was. Was it the sixty four before you got three sixty? Oh, it was the GameCube. Yeah. Oh, GameCube. Okay. Gotcha. So, yeah, so I was playing it, and as soon as I played it, I was just kind of freaked out because, like, I I always thought like underwater stuff was crazy, and it starts off with a plane crash, so it's even like weirder. Yeah. And then, like, the whole time, you, you hear about um, this Great guy, Andrew Ryan, who just, he says, fuck the government, fuck the poor, and fuck religion. I'm going to, you know, start my own thing underwater. Mm-hmm. So, um, he pretty much does that world. And then the thing that makes it special, which is Adam, like that energy that, that kind of that the spicers are runs addicted a place, to. they all get addicted to it, and just mm-hmm. it just kind of runs amok and shit. And it was kind of weird finding, like, like a the idea of finding um like buying weapons off of like a machine you know because in, in video games you just had to find it somewhere or whatever yeah. but yeah you see this this guy andrew ryan who's just like telling you and i guess what, what why ralph was here it's because it's all about it's it comes from this this book atlas shrug um from uh ayn, ayn Rand, which was uh 
the same story. It's like um, it's like a, a really rich guy's like he's like, all right, fuck it, I'm gonna stop the I'm gonna stop the world from like from going. So that's why it's like Atlas Shrug, like he kind of like stops it. So he makes his own thing in Colorado in the mountains with rich people and inventors and stuff like that. So that's what a lot of the philosophy behind Bioshock is all about, like, not religion or, or, like, the state, but just for man and just, you know, for, for brotherhood and stuff like that. So I thought that was kind of cool. And, and Andrew Ryan is an actual anagram for Ayn Rand, so it's the same letters and shit. So I was like, oh, what the fuck? But I found all this out later, like, years later. Oh, years later. Let's pause again until he pops back in. I'll just remember years later. He didn't, he didn't pay his uh, phone bill. There you are. So you ended at years later. So you found this all out years Hello? later. Yeah, David, can you hear me? Oh, so you, I can hear you now. yeah, you cut out where you said years later that you found this all out years later about the Android. Oh yeah, the, the, about the book and the, the game. Yeah. So um, yeah, and then part two came out and part two sucked, and then part three came out and part three was awesome. Huh? Did you so like got, the second one? Dude, second one is the best one out of all three. You know, it's funny. I, a lot of people tell me that the third is the best out of the three. Uh, you know what's funny? Was, I can't I can't make up my mind because I really like three and I really like the first one. Three just didn't have the same impact to me like the first two days. I, I like the racism and stuff, you know what I mean? But, um, well, it's funny. I don't know. It didn't flow well, I think, with... Like, it didn't, it didn't have the same effect. And it had, tame, it had Tears for Fears in it, too. Tears for Fears. You like tears for fears. You're, you're knocking points at this, this point. <laughs> <laughs> so, so back back on um, Bioshock One, um, I felt like when it came out, there was no fanfare for it. Like it was one of those, like I said earlier, under the radar games. Like prior to picking it up, like where did you guys hear about Bioshock from? Um, I mean, I, I, I you know followed like a lot of the video game culture, so I knew it was out. Um, I forget why I didn't pick it up right away. Um, and I heard how good it was, obviously, and, you know, because it got real, you know, word of mouth was like, holy crap, you got to play this game. And so I think I was just, I don't know, I might have had like too much to play at the time. And I'm like, I'm just going to wait for the PlayStation version anyway. Yeah. Because I think at that point it was, we're like high into like the uh, Red Ring of Death of Xboxes. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's like, I didn't want to start playing this game and my Xbox going to die on me. So uh, I think that actually happened with part two. I was playing part two and mm -hmm. I got the Red Ring of Death like in the middle of it. So I, sorry, did you want to pause? Did you leave him? No, no, I think he's there. Or okay, um, yeah. So sorry. Um, so yeah, oh, like, I, I, got, I, I got cut off right now. Damn it! Oh. It's gonna make it awkward. <laughs> it is it's so awkward. Now. I'll chop um, it up a little bit, or I might just leave it raw, like David likes it. <laughs> I just leave it raw. Just leave it raw. Fuck it. <laughs> awkward silences. Yeah. Um, well, we so, yeah, we, pa we pause so that we can edit it out, so I can look at the sound waves and be like, "Oh, there's the break right there," and we cut it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut um, and paste it. It's gonna be more awkward <laughs> when we put it in. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, uh, I think during the second one, I, I think I got the red ring of death. So uh, that's yeah, exactly yeah. why I didn't want to get the first one on it. Um, yeah, no, it's it's it, it's so good, but we're we're focusing more on the first one. Yeah, well, yeah. the game, like, you got to understand, too, like, the game came out from 2K, and at that time, 2K wasn't really known for story-driven games. They were making the sports titles, mm -hmm. and like I said, like, it, to me, I felt like this game came out of left field. We didn't, I didn't know anything about it. I just heard good things, and I almost want to say it might have even been, like, a budget title at release, like, one of those twenty nine ninety nine Xbox 360 games when it came out. 
Uh, oh, I, I can't remember it being like a full price game. Mm. Did, did that one have did that one have multiplayer or no? And it was only a single. It was well, part one was only a single player experience, which was that's that's why I think because two K used to release budget games. You remember all their sports games are all twenty. I think they had an MSRP of twenty nine ninety nine. So that's why um, I, that's why no, I, I could swear that this game could have been like a budget price too. No, it was released at sixty bucks. Oh, is it really okay? Yeah. I, okay, then it was part two that had the multiplayer. Then I, cause I remember playing multi playing it online, mm-hmm. and I guess and it was still with that underwater theme from the nineteen forties or something. So, yeah, okay, but I don't know if Infinite had one as well. Infinite had one what? Multiplayer. Like a multiplayer online. Um, no, none of them did. Did they? No, oh, David said that part two did. Part two, did? yeah, did. We're all we're all scrambling to find out. Like, I don't remember that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of Bioshock Two. No, Bioshock Two multiplayer. Hmm. I guess maybe because I never played it, but I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember it. I remember playing it. I was like, hmm. oh, okay, cool. Which I I mean I I can see why Part One wouldn't have a multiplayer because of having to go through and change the plasmids unless you do like a loadout like a Call of Duty game. Well, Bioshock 2, you have, it's, you're double fisting it, so one has the plasmids and one has the gun. Double fisting it, just like David likes it. Oh, yeah. So there's no, there's no having to switch. Okay. You know, in a sense, they improved what was going on in the first one. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. But yeah, looking it up, and it looks like it did. Dave's not lying this time for once. I'm a good storyteller. Never lying. So back to finishing off with Dave. So you have played through the other two Bioshock games then? Yeah. Now, where would you rank Bioshock 1 at, compared to Part 1, 2, and 3? Um, that's a, I think for, for me personally, just 1 and one and 3 are like a tie. And number the second one's just like whatever. Um, I, can, I can just bypass that one, in my opinion. But... Maybe, I don't know, maybe I should play it again. Maybe I'll like it this time. Go fire it up. Maybe I'll appreciate it. Well, I think I uh, I recently picked up Bioshock Collection for the Xbox One for like nine ninety nine on Amazon. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're like 10 bucks or something. Yeah, yeah. so... You don't, you don't have PS Plus, bro? It was free. <laughs> no, I don't have hard drive. You know what? I, I think I have PlayStation Plus, but since I don't have hard drive space, I don't download anything well, you anymore. Add them to your add them to your, your account so we can... Oh, and it stays in like your library? Yeah, you just use a download. I didn't whenever. think about that. Yeah. You're missing out. Yeah. I'm missing out on a ton of games. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Paul? Where do you where do you rank Bioshock One and compared to the two and three? Um, I, I would rank it as the second best game. Um, I wish I was here to hear this. Um, oh, there it is. Um, yeah. No. I, to me, I, I really liked Part Two. Um, they they really improved. Um, everything about Part One in in terms of not only controls but the the. The, the smoothness of being able to have, you know, you're not switching constantly between like your magic attacks and the, uh, whatever weapon you have. It's, you know, you have one hand each, um, yeah. plus you're a big daddy this whole game. So you're a little bit more powerful. Um, and you have your own, like, yeah, you have your own little sister. So you're fighting other big daddies as well as big sisters. Oh, wow. So, you know, there's no enemy type, which is the big sister and they're, they're a lot thinner and they're quick and they're scary. And it was really cool. And the same thing. I really liked the story. Um, you know, they, they uh, it made sense to me. Um, it really was, I guess you could say more of the same of part one. Um, cause you know, just, it went off the same formula. Um, they even, I think they even, it was a different protagonist too, 
or antagonist. Yeah, that's the bad guy, right? Yeah, the bad guy. Um, yeah, antagonist. Yeah, so it was, you know, it was it was a really cool experience, and I, I guess I, I liked it. I, it was more of a fun experience to me than the first one was. Um, so then I would put part one, and then like I said, Infinite, I I enjoyed for what it was. It just I don't know, it just wasn't the same. It didn't. It just felt like another standard first person shooter. Like it didn't really stand out. I think I've only played it once. Um, and to me, like I said, just the story and the the bad guy just it just wasn't the same, guys. <laughs> I could, couldn't get into it as much. You know, I I enjoyed it when I played it, but when I had to rank it, I, it was probably the least favorite Bioshock game. Yeah. What about what about you, Dave? I mean, no, Ralph. Oh, uh, well, I've only, one, so. I've, I've only <laughs> I haven't I've only played one. I haven't. I think I, I possibly might own two somewhere. Oh, okay. But I mean, oh, you got people, actually, you got them all. Yeah, so I have them all, and I'm hoping that eventually I'll get around to beating, you know, at least the first one. Yeah. Because there's no point in me posting pictures of it and quoting it if I can't back it up. You know, I'll have David yelling at me every time I post something. Well, I'm hoping on. that once you finish the first one, you'll start to get one, through. You know? Yeah, just like, <laughs> I railroad through them, like, you know, Dave railroad dudes. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I have really here's the thing. I have really good comebacks, but you guys can't see it because my phone cuts off. So, <laughs> oh, well. so and here's and then so you know just to finish off, David, real quick. Um, so lastly, you know, this is a, a question based on the, the the stuff that inspired Bioshock. Who is John Galt? Oh, John Galt is the main character in Atlas Shrugged. And so when things are fucked up and throughout the book, everybody's always saying, "Who is John Galt?" But John Galt's the guy that actually starts Rapture, so to speak, in Atlas Shrugged. And he stops the economy of the world and then gives a big speech on how the government sucks. And it's a pretty good book, though. I really liked it. But it's a very controversial book. It's anti-religious and it's anti-government. So a lot of people don't like it. Both things are what Ralph is. So. It's one of those uh, touchy subjects. Not something, yeah. you, not something you want to bring up on a first date or a job interview. I do it all uh, the time. I met, <laughs> I, met this, I met this dude over here. That was like my boss, and uh, I didn't know this, but Trump is actually I'm, right now. I'm in Phoenix, and Trump is actually in Arizona, um, doing something on the border or something like that. So there's a lot of weird things going on in Arizona right now. And I had no idea. I was like, I was like in the middle of it. There's all these fires, and there's like the spikes, and oh. all this shit. So like a lot of people started texting me yesterday, like really, really concerned, like what the hell? Is, what except for except for me and Paul, because we're not that concerned about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I blocked your number, so I don't know if you guys get anything. So, <laughs> so uh, is there a movie of Atlas Shrugged? Yeah, but it's terrible. Like, uh, oh, you, know, you know, you know how bad it is. Is that um, oh, it's a trilogy, it. and like each oh, character is replaced. Oh. So they change it up. So Atlas Shrug is a trilogy. Where each player is, each character is replaced. So you said trilogy oh. where each character is replaced. Oh, oh where was I? Yeah, I'm sorry. I just Tri- uh, trilogy back. where each character is replaced. Yeah, like each actor, like from the first one, the, the main girl was replaced, but and then the second one she was replaced. And the oh, third okay. Replaced. That's for each Weird. each character. So there yeah. are no consistency with the with the actors throughout the movies. Yeah. Did that in the book? Like, why is it? Wonder why it's like that. Oh, because I don't know. Like the, the, I guess they suck at making that those kind of movies for the that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, like I don't know. if Ralph was around when I was reading those books. They were like, yeah, no, books. no, because yeah. So you know, funny story is, uh, you know, me and David, our history is that we worked together. I remember like we'd have like this manager communication log or like this big old book, and there'd always be these notes in there like, who is John Galt or all these different things on there. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was just I- random ass notes. 
Yeah, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be kind of weird, but yeah, but they're like these brick, these huge books, like they're like thousand page books. So it's just like, yeah, but I, I enjoyed it. I mean, so I don't know. Now, would cool. you recommend to anyone that's enjoyed the Bioshock games to go out and read those books or are they like a, an acquired taste? I think they're the only person I knew that that was remember Gabriel. He was like yeah. a philosophy major. I asked him if he knew about objectivism, which is what that whole philosophy is about, like anti God or religion, and just all about mankind and doing you know what is it, sweat of the brow kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and he kind of knew what I was talking. And that's how I became friends with him, to be honest. And he actually had another book of hers that he let me borrow. So um, yeah, so I, I don't know if you guys knew there's an actual Bioshock book called rapture huh oh is there yeah i actually have it i've not read it yet but it basically takes place right before the game starts so like it's it's um andrew ryan building you know his utopia um that'd be kind of cool to read actually yeah david's yeah, all um, interested he's like i want to pick this up i'm telling you i've had this book for a while but oh, i've yeah. yet to read it um but yeah it seems, yeah we can hear you did yeah okay um yeah no it's, it seems like it'd be a good read like just to i guess see what happens right before um, you know, you pop up of the game. Yeah, the only video game book I I read was Jacked, the, the Grand Theft Auto story, and that was about it. I don't know anything. What else. is that like? Oh, fan fiction or something? No, it's about um the Hauser brothers and how they and how they made uh, Grand Theft Autos. It went up to like I think GTA Four. Like oh wow! That. Oh, so it's not it's not like based in the game, but it's based about the developers of the game. Yeah, yeah, and just oh, the okay. stories and shit behind the, each game. Huh. Uh, books. I'm looking at my library. I have a bunch of Halo ones. I read the De- Dead Space book. Here's a War. Um, I think I have a couple of Dragon Age books. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I if you know, if I'm a big enough fan of the lore, I'll, I'll look into you it. Get like, into I'm reading. Yeah. So I, I downloaded Dragon Age and Dragon Age Two, but I, I never really played it. I only like play five minutes of it. Like like every fantasy game, I, I play five yeah. minutes. And once a tragedy hits, I leave. Like in the You're beginning like of done. that one. Yeah. <laughs> the beginning of that one, don't you, isn't like the castle changed. taken over? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and after that, I was like, man, these games are fucking uh, Game of Thrones, man. Fuck this. Oh, boy. <laughs> before Game of Thrones. Yeah, before yeah, Game of Thrones. Actually, guys. Game of Thrones came out in the 90s, so I can't say before Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, books. Oh, yeah, the books. Yeah. Okay, so, I guess, so that, I guess that covers all three of our experiences. Um, I just mm-hmm. wanted to finish off with a couple of interesting facts. I don't know if you guys knew. I, I, I jotted down a few. So mm-hmm. originally in this game, Little sisters weren't always going to be human-like creatures. Some concepts had them as sea slugs, crabs, and wheelchair-equipped dogs. Uh, are you guys familiar with that? You guys, I think they're they show them in the Bioshock art artworks book. Shows uh-huh. like the character designs. So oh, some of them, cool. yeah, some of them had the little sisters looking like before they took their form. They had mm-hmm. them like as different things, but I guess they there were no. There's no player sympathy when you had to either sacrifice or harvest or yeah. harvest or save, so yeah. they made him into a little girl. And there's actually also concepts of little brothers. Oh, really? The fuck. Yeah. Hmm. So they were like Moonwalker. Yeah, like Moonwalker. So they had the concepts of little brothers too, and I think there might be some minor stuff that's left from that idea in the original <laughs> game, but you really have to look into it. <laughs> And oh, that's then, cool. I didn't know that. That's a cool fact. Yeah, and then the game was made with System Shock 2 at its core. A lot of the staff that worked on System Shock on the System Shock games worked on a Bioshock series. 
So I, I, I'm not a huge, I, I don't know anything about System Shock, but I guess the game itself has a lot to do because a lot of people when they saw Bioshock thought it was System Shock. Yeah, I've heard that too, and I'm not, yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of yeah. uh, System Shock before these games, and I still, you know, I haven't played any of them, but. Yeah, because System, System Shock is a 1994 first-person action-adventure video game developed by Looking Glass Technologies and published by Origin Systems. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the, I I wasn't a huge PC gamer, but mm-hmm. by the looks of it, it's like a really archaic, you know, first-person shooter with some adventure and RPG elements. Mm. I I mean, I've never played a system shot game. I wasn't a huge, like I said, I didn't have a lot of my computer can barely run AOL. <laughs> I remember yeah. that, Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, another fact. Uh, the Circus of, Va- Circus of Value vending machines are actually voiced by series creator Kevin Levine or Levine. So every yeah. time you hear that, welcome to the Circus of Value, it's uh, it, it's Ken Levine. I said <laughs> Kevin earlier, huh? I'm thinking of yeah. Kevin Loeb. Wait, who's that? The create the series creator. Oh, okay. So it's his voice doing you know welcome you know welcoming to the vending machine. I said Adam Levine from Maroon Five. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think I said Kevin Levine too. Which I have no idea who it is. Just say Levine. Yeah, just Levine. Ken Levine. And then the last little tidbit I wrote down is all Bioshock games have one thing in common. It is a code 0451, which at the point of the creation of the first Bioshock game was actual security code to get into Looking Glass Studios' office. Oh. So that's Ooh, a cool yeah. little tidbit. And I think if I eventually go back to playing Bioshock 1, I got to enter a kind of code. I'm going to enter 0451. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Nice. No so, idea. Yeah. so is there anything else you guys want to add about Bioshock before we get out of here tonight? Uh, no, just I guess that Dave was wrong on his opinions again. So, <laughs> um, much all, I have all it backed way. up. It's actually in the periodic table and in the back of the Bible too. So who's wrong <laughs> now? Damn it. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that closes it out for us. Um, if you guys have any questions or if you guys want to email us any suggestions about a game that you want to hear about that we may or may not have beaten, we do have an email now. So it is podcast at brutendo.com. Um, if you want to add a game you suggest and if we haven't beat it or maybe we have, maybe we can touch on both. Um, I'm sure one of the two or three of us haven't beat it and we can, you know, would love to add our insights on why we haven't. Right. So we'll, we'll start with David because we only got him for, we don't know if he's going to vanish or not right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, David, hello? yo, can you hear us? Yeah. yeah. So David, we're going to, we're saying our goodbyes right now. Where can the people reach you right now? If they want to follow you on Instagram, Twitter, all, all those good links. Uh, Dave rewired at all of, all of the, um, all the social networks. And I might extend my uh, my vacation to August instead of July. Okay. So I don't know. I haven't. I just haven't felt like going back. So on. eventually, so, there will be a Twitter or an Instagram or a grinder. No, they're, they're all no, they're all there. <laughs> oh, okay. It's just empty. <laughs> just on my grinder. Just the grinder is always up twenty four seven. Swiping right. Yeah, I don't always. know. <laughs> wild in Arizona right now. <laughs> Going ham. <laughs> yeah, Arizona man. <laughs> Get them Arizona boys. How do you how do you that? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't want to do it right now. I don't want to do it because then I get cut off and then I just look even dumber. Like, <laughs> Talk, talking to your pillow. <laughs> <laughs> my four my four pillows. 
<laughs> All right, Paul, where can, where can the fans or the, the couple of listeners that listen to us right now, where can they find you or follow or reach uh, you at? They know it's, it's at uh, Gungraves for everything. Just type that in. There, my dumb face will be in cartoon form because I have a cartoon uh, icon right now. So, yeah, hit me up. I'm, I'm around. Always willing to take your criticism about how wrong I am. What about you, Rob? Where can they find you? And as for me, you can find me on the social medias at my Instagram is Ralphie. No, actually, my Instagram is Ralph underscore Manz, M-E-N-Z. That's my Instagram. And on Twitter, you can find me at Ralphie M. But for all your podcast needs or for everything Brutendo and Games Unbeaten, we are at Brutendo on Instagram and Twitter. And if you go to Facebook.com forward slash Brutendo, you can sometimes occasionally see me streaming some random ass games. So, look, thank you for listening to us. Uh, Everyone stay safe, stay healthy, and we will catch you again. Take care. You guys have a great night. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Yeah.